Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. You can log on to thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication, as well as other services, which include talking to loved ones who have passed away, um, the baby psychic, that's talking to babies, and talking to your higher self. And you can even gift these services for the holidays, and if you're interested in doing that, you can log on to thepetpsychic.com. Don't forget, T-H-E, the, 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 whatever you want to say, petpsychic.com. And um, at this moment, you should call in to 917-889-2693. That's 917 917- Eight eight nine two six nine three to talk to us and join us in the chat room as well. It's open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aikusuhara, and uh, Kendra and Diana are working the phones today. So thank you so much, ladies, for helping us as usual. Hi, Laura. How are you doing this week? I'm doing great. How are you doing? All has been well. All is well. I, um, you know, everything's going good. Good. I've been working with uh, Mimi and, and Miney, um, two of our donkeys, to get them to go on a Christmas parade in, in, ah. a, in a church. So I'm going to dress them up, and I've been, like, practicing leading them and taking them out. How are it's they so doing? Much fun. They're doing great. They had that done before. Somebody taught them stuff. Oh, that's so cool! I saw that photo on on the web page on the Facebook page. <laughs> I, I was having they saw grass. I was like trying to take like a good photo, but they're like pulling me to the grass. <laughs> can, we them them, so can we ask them? Can we ask them how they feel about being in this parade? Yeah, yeah. Let's ask them. Okay, so Meanie mm-hmm. um, is the female and Mo is the male. Okay, hold on. I got to tell you something. I'm so excited. I'm super bored here at the farm. We need to go. Are you going to dress me up? Yes, and I'm going to give you a bath, too. This is me. Mm. I want a bath. Oh, my gosh. So funny. <laughs> want a bath. The other day I saw... I saw the the guy who like scoops out their poop and everything. He was down there with a brush and he was like brushing them. <laughs> so cute. Aww. Yeah. What about Mo? Mo, do you want to yeah, go Mo. out on the parade? Yeah, of course I do. I will be like a big hit. Anyone can lead me. It's interesting he says that because. I won't be leading them. We're going to give them, hand them over to volunteers like kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so well, good. They're cool. ready to go. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Well, that's really exciting. Um, are you guys going to have pictures taken at the event? Because we would like of to see course. those. 
Yeah, awesome. of course. I'll even do video. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. and Bill will be like, if you're in Ventura, come on, go onto my website and I'll tell you where we're going to be. But it's like a spiritualist church, so it's non-dominational. And, and we're going to have, like, my friend Tina brings all her animals. So there'll be, like, a turkey there and the alpacas and goats <laughs> and sheep. I mean, you name it, it's going to be walking down the church aisle. Don't they so. poop everywhere? They poop everywhere, and it's so cool. The church doesn't care. We just clean it up. <laughs> so, and Tina dresses them all up. So, like, the turkey has, like, outfits on. And you would all think, you know, like, it's like some people say, I don't know about animals dressing up and stuff, but these animals Tina has, like, rescued from, like, death's door. Like, she's rescued them, like, out of, like people throw the sheep and dumpsters and stuff, and she goes and she pulls them out of the dumpster so they all have like special needs so they don't all really know that they are that species sort of they all Mm -hmm. just sort of think that they belong together and they think it's normal to wear clothing and get dressed up and they (laughs) they 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 really dig it there's like such an like (laughs) beautiful odd group of farm animals (laughs) they're so cute that's amazing well i can't wait to see the video would love to see yeah. it. Okay, let's take some calls. Uh, our first caller we have is Bimbo, this dog. I don't know if you can see it on Facebook. Um, Rosie had posted a photo of Bimbo. He's like a, uh, she's like, I think, is it a she yeah. or a he? I'm not I think sure. Bimbo is a she, but we will see. Okay. And, uh, oh, yes, it's a she. And passed away six months ago. And I think you've talked to her before. And I, I think have. Rosie. Oh, do you remember her? I do remember Bimbo, yeah. I do. Okay, let's talk to Rosie. Um, okay. So, Rosie, are you wondering, it says that you're wondering if she'll come back to you. Yes, hi. Um you know, my daughter, she's been kind of hinting that she wants another dog, but it's kind of hard for me to get another one. And I just mm-hmm. I just wanted to know if I ever, you know, if you ever, you know, she's going to come back to us. I really want her to come back. I miss her so much. Yeah, well, let's ask Simbo. Did we talk to her when she passed away before? Right after, yes. Right a week after she passed, I called mm-hmm. you, yes. Yeah, and did she mention anything then? I don't recall. She did it. No, we didn't really talk about that. I just kind of wanted to know where she was at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's get Bimbo and see how she's doing and if she's going to come back and she's going to come back right away or she's going to wait. And uh, what does she think about getting your daughter another dog? Because if she doesn't come back, she could help you find another dog. So we'll see what Bimbo Mm -hmm. has to say. Okay, Bimbo, you're on. I want to tell my mom I love her. And not a day goes by that I'm not with her. But I'm not ready to come back. It's like really fun here. It's like you're always running on a rainbow. And I can't explain it. But it's sort of like you have a flow of energy that's always streaming through you. And you feel light and colorful. And I feel like I can really watch you from here and I can make magic things happen. I can help set you on a path where you move forward in your life 
and I can lead you into learning new things. It makes me sound mm-hmm. like sound like you're going to learn something for work or for school or something. Are you, did you ever think about going back to school? Do you go to school? I don't go to school. No, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I've talked to my husband about it. Maybe, you know, I've, I've always been interested in maybe becoming like an esthetician or something. So we've oh, been talking cool. about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's what she's talking about. So she's going to help probably, you manifest mm-hmm. that. How mm-hmm. oh, neat. Yeah. yeah. So, Bimbo, what do you think about your sister getting another dog or your family getting another dog? I think it's a swell idea. Mm. And I think that she should pick the dog. <laughs> but I'll help you. But she should pick it because she should care for it. it that's funny. Mm-hmm. And they'll have a good bond. I'll help you. She said you may have to look at a lot of dogs. Okay. I'm sorry. That's so funny because my daughter was saying, Mom, I want to go to the pound and I want to pick the dog because it's going to be my dog. (laughs) Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can. Oh, she can so she you know, because when my daughter was born, you know, Bimbo was a little bit older, so she, you know, she didn't get to see her as a puppy or anything. And so she always says, "Mom, I want her to be a younger dog so she can jump on my bed and sleep in my bed." Because Bimbo was a little bit older when my daughter came along, so you know, she was a very calm dog by that time. Yeah, you know, she didn't get oh, to see her as a puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how neat! So yes. what she's saying to you is trust your daughter. So if your daughter doesn't find one at that first visit to the pound, you know, just keep looking. It's okay, okay. and she'll help lead the dog to you. That's exciting. Oh, that is yes. I, you know, I've been a little feeling a little guilty about it because I don't know if I really want another one. You know, I had her 18 years; she was my baby, so I have this little bit of anxiety about it. <laughs> You know what happens is sometimes the dogs are so different mm-hmm. that you end up not comparing them as much as you think. I, I, that's what I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. That's what mm. I'm afraid of. I don't think you will because it's going to be different because it's going to be more like your daughter's dog and she's going to take, be taking a lot of the care and it's mm-hmm. going to be a different experience. So, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. well, you'll have to keep us posted. Let us yeah. know. Thank you so much, Laura, and happy holidays, and just thank you happy so much. Happy holidays, Rosie. Thanks, Thanks, Rosie. Wow. I mean, that whole thing you say about how your dog is uh, can come back and it's a different, like you don't see it the same way because it's a different experience, I found that to be true with Fenway. You know, mm-hmm. like he's so different from Ventura. Right. We weren't necess- I wasn't necessarily talking about a reincarnation, though. I just meant, like, in general. Oh. But reincarnation, too. Yeah. You know, Cause you know what I mean? Me, like, like so to different. her, I was saying, like, a totally new dog yeah. would be, you wouldn't necessarily compare. But, like, mm-hmm. Fenway's a reincarnation. Yes. But that's true, too. It's like a different new dog. Like, like Luca's a completely different dog. Although some people who have reincarnation dogs, Mm-hmm. Bears say it's like they haven't skipped a beat. It's like having the same dog. Yeah, so but I, I begged, I begged <laughs> Ventura not to come back the same way. <laughs> Me and Maya, too. <laughs> so why? funny. Why? Because Maya was, like, so aggressive and typical. I needed to have eyes on, like, the back of my head to make sure she didn't bite something she thought was prey. <laughs> I had that you know, one. It's hard. 
it's hard. It's hard to yeah. have like a dog that you have to constantly be watching, you know? Yeah. No, I know. Now, now I have a parrot like that instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk to Gary, who was actually going to be in. Uh, we had picked him for the email bag segment, but he's calling in, and so he has Lucy, a black dog, um, a I don't know how to pronounce that Shipperk and Lab Mix breed, and um, uh, like a Shipperky, is it? Oh, is that how you say it? I don't even know. Um, she was nine years old, weighed about 30 pounds. And um, so let's talk to Gary about what he would like to know. So what would you like to know, Gary, about uh, Lucy? Well, hi, Laura. Hi, hi, I. Um, hi, Gary. Yeah, Lucy passed about two years ago. Um, she came to me in kind of an unusual way. She was about nine when I got her. I call her a rescue dog, but it was a little more convoluted than that. She had been with someone across the state for a very long time, and that person was very sick and died with walking her. And she stayed oh. near the body and was taken to uh, an animal shelter, and there was no other family around, so she stayed there. He had an adult cousin on this side of the state, that uh, found out that his cousin had died and thought, where's the dog? And went searching for her and found her, fell in love with her and tried to keep her, but she never learned to get along with a cat. And so they desperately looked for a home for her, even though they didn't want to get rid of her. She's a, she's a very loving and a very wonderful, magical dog. Um, and anyway, anyways, so um, I had a friend that said, hey, there's this dog, and have you thought about having a dog? And I really was not, definitely not in the market for a dog. And she came to me in a dream, and I thought, I better go meet the dog just in case. And uh, the, the people that were taking care of her, they wanted, like, a lot of meetings. So we had, like, seven meetings before they would give her up. <laughs> and she came to live with me. And she was um, with me for about four years before she got sick. And, of course, she was quite old, and she could hardly see and could hardly hear. And then she lost the uh, ability to control her bladder and... Uh, I was very conflicted about putting her down, and at the time, my mother got very sick, and I was running clear across the state every couple of days for her, and work went crazy, and finally, it just seemed like it was the right decision. I'm still conflicted about that, Um, but I just kind of want to know how she's doing, if she's looking in on us, if she's back with her old owner, um, whether my mom, who's now passed, is maybe with her, some questions like that. Okay, great. Let's get her. She's so beautiful, too. She's got the cutest little pictures she sent via email. She's a wonderful little dog. So cute. Okay, let's get her. Lucy. She says she's easy to get because I'm so close. We've been waiting for this. I got my dad to the top of the list because this is so important. I need to tell him thank you. I need to tell him thank you for everything that he's done for me. I really missed my old owner. Oh, wow. And I really felt lost. And my new dad just sort of accepted me. And even though I was a little quirky... (laughs) She was. He was just really happy to have me. And those other people were really nice to me, too. Mm. But my dad saved me from sadness. 
Oh, and I great. see him all the time. Oh, that's I wonderful. I mean, I visit, I visit him all the time. I lie with him at the end of the bed. I jump into the car. Oh, wow. And I run around him in circles. <laughs> and I am one that will come back to him. Oh, wow. I will come back to him. She'll have to put it hard again. I kept seeing like a little cattle dog or something. And I don't know if she'd be like a little cattle dog mix or a little cattle dog might come into your life, but. Well, they told me that she was a purebred skipper key, but she obviously wasn't because they're about eight or nine pounds. And, but it was so funny that you told that story about your animal because she was a dog that she was so loving and wonderful, but I had to watch her around other animals so carefully because, and I didn't know her. And so it took a while for me to learn this. She grabbed a small poodle once. I thought she was going to kill it. And she would go after squirrels. She got sprayed by a skunk. Um, I, <laughs> I finally had to kind of rein her in and just kind of keep her for myself and not take her to events where there are lots of people and animals. And, um, right. But she was well, when she dog. comes back, she'll probably be very different. When she comes back, she'll probably be a dog that can go a lot of places with oh, you because wow. they, she, they practice on the other side. Like if they're coming back and they know that that was an issue for you in life, they practice. Uh-huh. So, can, can you ask um, her if she did try to, before I ever met her, did she try to pick me in that dream? Because it was a very ve- weird dream, almost like a vision. Yeah, when you said that, I was thinking the old owner picked you. But let, oh. but let me see. Let, let me see. Okay. It was both of us. <laughs> my old owner says, I have one for you. What do you think? Oh, my goodness. And and I said, he's a good one. Oh, wow. Tell me about her illness. Was she suffering a lot at the end? Was she ready to go? Was she upset to leave? Okay. I wasn't upset to leave at the end. I was really ready. I needed to go, and my old dad kept whistling to me, and at the end, I just kept hearing his whistle, which is so nice. Oh, so Um, very nice. Yeah, so nice that he was there for her and calling Is my mother there? My mother was very ill (laughs) at the time, and she's now passed, too. Of course she's here. (laughs) And she says to eat cake for the holidays. Oh, did your she mom did? Like, did your mom like cake? Yeah, she liked everything sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and she had a birthday keep... during the holidays, too. So. Oh, she did, because I kept seeing a cake with something written on it. So it must be her. It must be a birthday cake. Oh, you know cake. what? The, so last, the, last, the last photo of her, that, you know, she was sick for about three years, really, really sick. And the last photo of her that I cherish is her December birthday blowing out a a birthday cake that was decorated in Christmas colors. That is so funny. Oh, oh how nice. That's yeah, so that's nice. wonderful. So know, too, that when you eat cake like that, that she'll be with you. I mean, she'll be with you a lot of times, but then especially. Uh, uh, you yeah. made me so happy today. Thank you so much. Oh, good. Uh, Thanks for calling, call Gary. In. I appreciate it so much. Happy holidays, you two, and everybody Thank listening. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. That's so cool. Uh, in Japan, they eat Christmas cake. Really? Yeah. 
Isn't that cool? And what kind of like what kind of cake is it? Is it like a certain kind of cake, like vanilla it's with chocolate like, frosting or something like that? Yeah, it's just like a it's like a Christmas themed decorated cake, but that's like a thing that they do because I think um, not you know there's not like Christianity isn't like a big thing there. I mean, of course there are a lot of Christians there too, but it's not primarily Christian. So they kind of celebrate the uh, Santa Claus and that sort of. The, the that sort of stuff. So they have like Santa Claus and Christmas tree decorated cakes that are really cute. And um, it's a tradition on Christmas to go buy this Christmas cake and, you know, you have Christmas cake. I love that. Yeah. I love to eat Christmas cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, any excuse to eat cake is good, right? Any excuse to eat sugar. <laughs> I know. Okay, uh, let's go to... Debbie, who has a six-year-old female calico, Butterscotch is, I think it's his name, <laughs> and he has litter box issues, or she has litter box issues. Uh-oh. Let's find out more from Debbie. You're on. Tell us Hi, about uh, your calico. What's, what's Al- oh, is it Alice? Alice Marie. Oh, I see. Aww. And she's butterscotch and charcoal. Oh, I see. Oh, and cute. Of course, and, of course, she has a white belly and legs. Okay. And so tell me, like, has she always had litter box issues, or is this a new thing? Um, About six years ago, we rescued her out from underneath a, a pine tree with four kittens, and she didn't know. She was severely malnourished, about three and a half pounds. And she had never used a litter box, so we taught her using, um, we had to go outside and dig up dirt, put it in the litter box with the litter, and teach her how to use it. Well, within a month, she had it, and for five years, she was religious about either going outside or using the litter box. And in the middle of the summer, she decided she did not want to use a litter box anymore. She um, strictly went outside, so we'd do that. She'd tell me at the door, I'd let her out. She could do her thing and come back. Well, about a month ago, uh, she came in dragging her rear leg. And she had been attacked out in the yard somehow by something. And uh, consequently, she has a little, she has a cast on her leg, a little turquoise Aww. cast on her leg. She's, it's, it's pitifully cute. Aww. She is like walk, walk, drag, walk, walk, drag. <laughs> Oh. So, but, but meantime, which leg is it? Which leg is it? It's the right rear. Okay. And so, and so now she doesn't want. So now she doesn't want to go outside. She's afraid. She actually, she's afraid to go outside, and she won't use the litter box, even though it's beautifully clean. She goes in the bathroom and goes potty on the floor. She goes behind the television set, and I caught her once in my bedroom. Oh, okay. I don't know and, what um, is the problem. Where is, where is the litter box? I hid it in my bedroom in a secluded place. And here's the odd thing. I had been running the vacuum in there, and I went in there one time, and the cord of the vacuum was drug into the litter box. And I don't know if that's got anything to do with her being afraid of it now. But I did move it in case the location was a problem. Now it's um, underneath the table, so that it's secluded, but it's easy access. Okay, okay. And did you get an actual – one of the things you can try, too, um, 
and we'll ask her, of course, but for people out there, sometimes the actual litter box retains the urine smell, and so people might keep the litter box clean. But to try and, like, change the actual litter box, like get a new box it's, if you've had it. The whole oh, because it's, it's only about a year, about a year old. I don't know. I, let's, well, let's ask her if that's even an issue. Yeah, Hold on. that's the only thing we're going to find out. I had a client who did that, and it really helped. So, um, but let's, If let's she says it, I'll get it. <laughs> Alice. Okay, Alice, why are you not using the litter box, Alice? Yeah, I don't like it in there. I kind of feel like I'm Where drowning in the litter. No, oh, no, she doesn't work? like it in the litter box. I feel like there's too much litter. And when it's in, when I'm in there, it hurts my shoulders. What do you mean it hurts your shoulders? To go like up and into the litter? Body feels funny in there. It did. So your mom was saying that the, that one time she was running the vacuum and the cord to the vacuum was in there. Does that have anything to do with it? Do you remember that? That the cord of the trap. I was in my way and I had to step over it. Oh, but it, but that didn't scare me. I'm not scared of the litter box. It just sort of hurts my body in there. Does you so want me to take this, like half the litter out? Yeah, I think you should take some of the litter out. But I'm wondering, like, but like why? Else? Like she's only six, and I get it that she's an injury now. So like I understand where like maybe her body would be sore now, but, but. Her body shouldn't be that sore. You hear that more with, like, 15, 16, 17-year-old cats, but at six years old, well, that's awfully young to be bothered well, you by that. Underst- oh, I'm sorry. You have to understand that she was extremely malnourished until she came to me. Oh, so she it's was possible that... Yeah, maybe what you should do is go and see, bring her to a chiropractor. I'm a big fan of chiropractic, and see if you can get her adjusted because maybe she's out, like, in her shoulder area, her neck area, and those fine muscle movements that you have to use um, can, can, like, balance on sand. Like, anyone who has an older dog and brings them to the beach can notice that their dogs are sometimes sore after they go to the beach because it's kind of harder to walk on the sand. So oh. um, I, I would see if you could go and get her adjusted and see if that helps at all um, and take out some of the litter. And then also, what type of litter do you use? It's the same thing I've been using for six, five, six years. And what is that? It's uh, clumping litter. Mm. So when, so just like the main things about litter that I've learned from many, many cats that I've spoken to, they don't like the clay litter because if it's dusty for you, it's dusty for them. So you want to try and stay away from any type of clay litter. Um, and then any of that litter that has a little like they kind of look like beaded, um, like little oh, the beaded little pieces. Yeah, that actually like burns their paws, and they hate that litter. They hate it. So um, it like makes their, like you know that feeling of like having tea tree oil on your skin and kind of like tingles and burns a little bit? Kind of like that feeling that those, those little crystal ones give. So you want to try and stay away from that. 
Um, well, then the first, so listen, oh, okay. Alice, your mom's going to make less litter and maybe take you to a chiropractor, but it's really inappropriate to go behind the TV or in the bathroom. It's really important that you use the litter box, okay? It's so unsanitary. And, like, and maybe what you could do, too, is maybe just get, like, a litter box and put, like, a pee pad in it and see if she'll just go on the pee pad. You know, I, she must have been telling me that because that came into my mind. Mm, yes, she said she'd rather go on a pee pad. She can try that, too. But I would want to correct what's going on with her body, her being so young. And, okay, and um, believe, believe that her body can get better. It doesn't have to stay the way it is. can get better. Do you know what, does she, can she tell you what happened to her outside? Uh, sure, yeah. What happened to your leg, Alice? How did you hurt your leg? That bully cat down the street. He's the one. He looks like a, a black and white tuxedo. Never seen him. He got me and he grabbed me. Oh, tell her I'm so sorry. I don't know. She said he's the one near the yellow fence, but I don't know if it's a yellow fence or if there's a fire hydrant and a fence. Like a yellow fire well, hydrant a, and a fence. You know what's so funny? There is a... Um, a chain link fence that runs behind the house and it's part of a school and it has this um, yellow stripe, uh, not oh. stripe, like a yellow covering on top of the chain link that's about oh. five or six inches tall. Oh, so it happened around if... there. Did he actually get you, Alice, or did he chase you and you hurt your leg on the chain link? Did you hurt your leg on the chain link? He grabbed me. He grabbed me. Yeah, she's got a hole right through her leg. Oh, my God. Yikes. And broken toes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. She really got nailed. Sounds, she got n- sounds mean. Maybe, um, keep an eye out for him. I've never seen him, so this is yeah, something that like she a- has experienced. Yeah, he looks black and white. Well, Debbie, call will, back I, and keep us updated on her um, recovery. I will. And thanks, okay, ladies. Thank you. I thank really you so appreciate much. it. Bye-bye. Bye, Alice Marie. Cute. That sounds I horrible. I know, right? What's wrong with that potato cat? Maybe he's not neutered and he's just sort of defending his territory. Um, oh. Probably, you know, like maybe yeah. he's all confused because he's a stray or something. Oh. What is, um, oh, I forgot, I forgot what I was going to say. I didn't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> oh, well, I oh, want to share something. I know what I was going to say. What? I thought it was really cool how she said maybe she's been trying to tell me that because I've been, pic- that she's been picturing the pee pad. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see if, like, she's, like, she might not have been, it might have been, like, a white bath mat or a towel or, like, saying, hey, like, put that in the pe- in the box, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so you pay attention to, like, sometimes when you have ideas, you know, pay attention to, like, was, did that idea come from you or did it come from your animal? And you can even ask the animal, like, did that come from you, you know, and see, you might get a response back. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. I noticed that she said that. Maybe I want to find out if that pee pad thing works. That I would know. be cool. 
Okay, so I just wanted to tell you about how I recently got my Christmas gifts from PetFlow.com for my animals. I bought them Christmas presents. You did. What did you get them? Uh, I don't want to say because I want to surprise them, and I know they're listening. <laughs> That's funny, guys. <laughs> true. I don't want to. I want. I want to surprise I them. I know you're trying to scramble your mind because we know they're listening. Ah, scramble. Okay. So, anyways, I used the Pet Psychic discount code, and I got the free shipping at PetFlow, which was really cool. And um, there were all these awesome, awesome discounts, and so. I ended up like buying a couple more things because they were so cute and they had a lot of great toys and treats and things like that. And um, they're going to be so excited. I can't wait till Christmas Day. Um, But PetFlow offers food and pet supplies from over 150 leading pet brands, including Stella and Chewy's and Primal and World's Best Cat Litter. I just got my shipment yesterday, actually. Boxes oh, I got boxes, mine. Boxes of primal food and selling chewy. <laughs> Gosh, the amount of money we spend. That's why you need to go to petflow.com slash petpsychic to get your discounts. Um, you can get reliable delivery straight to your door, and you can choose, like, there's, like, brands like Laura mentioned, selling Chewy's Primal, World's Get Best Cat Litter, and all kinds of other stuff. Um, you can also set this recurring like, shipping option where... You can schedule it to come and show up. Like if it's a monthly, if you know you're going to run out of dog food every, you know, six weeks or something, you can set it up so it comes every six weeks. And you don't even have to worry about it. And you don't have to worry about carrying those heavy bags in and out of your car. They just show up right at your doorsteps. And you can get it like uh, you can get up to 80% off on all these awesome discounts and daily doorbuster sales. Uh, so go to petflow.com slash petpsychic and you can use that petpsychic code to get free shipping on orders above $39 site-wide. No exclusions. Go to petflow.com. Do you like that read? <laughs> I do. I love it. It's true. I so did great. get a lot of Christmas gifts. Yay. I know. I got to get my, my animal Christmas gift. Oh, yeah. Ew. You should have gotten them or on PetFlow for your last from your last shipment. I know I should have, but I'm going to do it for my next shipment. Oh, okay. Uh, you reminded me about Chris. I always need Christmas presents for the last minute. So uh-huh. I'm going to do it. PetFlow.com. Hey, I wanted to put a shout out. This is something completely different, but it's about pet food. Mm-hmm. So um, Natural Balance got. I used to be like a big supporter of Natural Balance. And it got sold to Del Monte, which is um, which ha- which which makes other pet food that um, is not very high quality and, and canned um, uh, canned fruits. And canned Aren't fruits, they the company right? that make canned fruits? Yeah, they do. They do. Okay. Uh-huh. So um, and they also, you know, my good friend Tillman, the skateboarding bulldog, used to uh, work for um, Natural Balance. And uh, they they fired him and his dad when uh, the takeover took over. So I wasn't a huge fan of them after that. But one of the things I noticed is that, and I don't know if it's a coincidence, and that's why I'm doing a shout-out, because I'm trying to figure out, is it a coincidence or is, some, is something going on? But we would feed natural balance. We'd mix it into the honest kitchen food sometimes. 
And um, uh, Del Monte is known for stuffing their food with sugar. So, um, so we, one of the, my, one of my dogs first came down, honey, first came down with a urinary tract infection. Now Stormy has a urinary tract infection. And I have a bunch of clients whose animals, cats and dogs eat natural balance who have urinary tract infections. And so mm-hmm. I'm wondering, are they putting more sugar in their food and that's call, causing urinary problems or is this just a coincidence? So if your animal is on natural balance and has a urinary tract infection, will you email me or post something on our Facebook page just so I can kind of keep track of it? Is that fair? Kind yes. of yeah. Yeah. It's like so? a poll. Yeah. It's a yeah, experiment. It's a poll. Yeah. Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah. So don't forget, okay. people. Uh, okay. So uh, real quick, I wanted to do our mailbag segment, and because we had actually picked Greg, who I think his name was Greg, Gary, Gary. Gary. Sorry. Um, for that, but he was actually he had called in instead. So I would like to pick. Amanda, who's on the Facebook Psychic Radio page, she posted this really cute picture of this dog named Panda. Do you see a black and white dog? I I don't see Panda yet, but let me get there. Post by others. I see Panda. Yes. Panda looks like a puppy in this picture. Yeah. So... She wanted to know um, what Panda would like to say. Um, she passed away, and uh, she needs to get some closure. Okay, do you she see what Amanda wrote week? about her? She was hit by a car that I was riding in during being invicted, and I did not have mm. her tied up, and I was going to have to come back for her. This happened mm. during a time of extreme hardship and bad choices, so I have a lot of guilt. Would like to know if she's with me and if she forgives me and what our lesson was together. Oh. Mm. Okay, Panda, are you there? Hi, Panda. I gotta tell my mom something. I was just too much for her at the time, and that God. Needed to settle her soul a little bit. When she says God, it's like more like the universe or spirit. She needed to experience those things. And me getting hit to sort of realize what she really wants in her life. And what does she want to create? And I think that she's been doing really well lately. And I will come back to her, but not for a while. I say this because I'm learning new things here, too. And I was only supposed to be with her for a short time. Of course I forgive her. It wasn't her fault. It was just something that needed to happen to wake her up. Aww. Mm, that's so hard. It is so hard. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope that helps. She says, Amanda, you're doing good. 
You're stronger. You're doing good. Oh, good. <gasps> That's so sad. Yeah, it's sad, and it's, also, it's interesting because she is still sort of like an angel in her life. Mm-hmm. Like, she is sort yeah. of still watching over her. and Good. And I feel like she'll come back to her much later on in life. Yeah. Well, Amanda, I hope that helps. And uh, yeah. Amanda's also in our chat room. Um, is she? Yeah, she's in our chat room. So I told her that we were going to pick her mailbag question. Um, okay, well, I hope that helps. Our next caller uh, moving along is Erica, who has Azriel, a female cat that's black and white, 12 years old. Uh, I think you may have spoken to her before and is doing the treatments you recommended, and let's find out how that's been working for her. Erica, um, remind us again what happened with Azriel. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so Laura talked to Ezreal a couple months ago um, because Ezreal was just pacing around the house and acting out at our other animals with a lot of aggression and just was totally, um, yeah, totally just unsettled and, and we didn't know what was going on. So Laura talked to her and she actually told Laura that she was in tons of pain on her left side, her left elbow, her um, legs felt tingly, and her che- left mm. cheek felt tingly, and that she couldn't sleep at night because her head throbbed. And so, mm. um, yeah, so I, we, I took her to see a chiropractor the next day, and she was adjusted, um, oh. and she really didn't like it. <laughs> she really didn't like it, but then I took her the, uh, a few days later to be adjusted again, and I did notice that she calmed down after each adjustment, but she the second time she didn't like it so much she you know that i I didn't want to put her through it again, so we did some like cold laser treatment, and then we finally did x rays and we found that she has degenerative arthritis um so oh, you oh, totally nailed it right on her left oh. side um but so we've been giving her adequan injections, and I think it's making her feel better, but I just wanted to see it. You know, it's hard to gauge pain in animals, so I'm wondering if the gun makes her feel better and what she thinks of her treatments, I guess. Yeah, that's so um, – I'm so impressed with you that you got her um, – got uh, x-rays done. That's really wonderful that you did okay. that. Um, okay, let's see. Let's talk to her. Maybe because – do you think that the chiropractic was, like, hurting her more because of the arthritis? What did the chiropractor you know, say? Um, the chiropractor, her response was really strong from her first adjustment, and the chiropractor was, was shocked. I mean, it was exactly where you said it would be, too. Um, uh, the, uh, you know, all of her responses were, were the yeah. second time much less of a response, but she just didn't, yeah, she was just scared, I think. I think the clicking from oh. the, the little thing scared her a lot. Oh, she so. had the activator, yeah. Yeah, the okay. activator. So, I, and that would be worth asking her if it made her feel really good. And if she wanted to do it again, we can. But I don't want to put her through it if it scares her. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you kept searching. That's so great that you kept <laughs> searching for it. You know. Um, yeah, actually, okay. we did acupuncture, cold laser, and now now just these injections. And the injections seem to be working really nice. So we'll see. Good. And so is she not pacing as much? Not pacing as much. Um, she does around uh, right around meal times, which I think is just her being frustrated because she's hungry. But you know, then again, I'm not totally sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you hear we're talking about you? What do you want to say about all of this? 
I feel better understood. I feel like we have a plan. And I feel like I'm not confused about my body anymore. And that helps me. Because I didn't really understand why I was feeling the way I was feeling. So this, everything helps me settle. I do not like the activator, which is a chiropractic, mm-hmm. because it gave me a shuddering feeling all down my spine. And I didn't like that feeling. But afterwards, I did feel a little bit more flexible. I think I would stay away from it, though, for a while yeah. and do the yeah. other things that you're doing. I think that was a smart move. The other thing I want to say, that shot making me feel much better. It's like it's like weird better. It's like I expect to hurt when I get up, but then I don't hurt, which is really interesting. Is one of the things that she's talking about, and she gives me the feeling about is like the memory of pain. That, like, the pain is starting to subside, but the memory of constant pain is so, like, embedded in her that it's hard to believe that she doesn't have the pain anymore. Oh. Which is so interesting because I wonder if we do that in our lives, you know, like, whether it's emotional pain or physical pain, you know, you get so stuck in, like, a pattern of thinking or feeling that even when it starts to get better, you don't necessarily believe it. Totally. Um. Or energetically, I don't know. It's just something that she, that she sort of made me think about. But um, I think it needs to have more time just for her to for her to really sort of settle into a new way of being. But the other thing that I would do with her a lot, which I may have spoken to you about before, I can't remember, is just praising her for those calming signals, the licking, yawning, blinking her eyes, grooming, um, because that is that's going to help calm her and help her like start thinking like huh am I in pain or oh maybe I'm not in pain and maybe I can have something else to think about because when you're in (laughs) chronic pain pretty much you're grumpy and you think about your pain right so then when you get rid of your chronic pain then what do you think about you know it's like it's like like I was talking to a friend today and (laughs) we were just talking about like complaining and being negative and like sometimes like if you have like, I was talking about me. If I had, like, a negative, I'm like, nobody's going to want to be around me because I, I, they're going to be like, God, she has so much drama. She's just being negative. You know, now. <laughs> and so she was saying, now I don't know what to think because I've got nothing to complain about. So now I realize I'm talking less. <laughs> so, so it's like one of those things where you, it's like, huh, so then what do you do, you know, if you don't have anything to complain about or to be crabby about? you got to find a new yeah. way of being and, so she has to find that, too. And praising her for her calming signals will help. And then also praising her for any positive behavior and actually giving her things to think about. Like like if she's walking by the window, like, what do you see out there? You know, like, you know, do you see anything growing or what color is it? Or we're always oh, at a dog outside. How old do you think that dog is? You know, and just kind of give them things to think about. That's pretty what do you cool. Think about? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, she thanks me now. I want to tell my mom that I'm really grateful. And I hope you're right that my memory of pain is stronger than the pain. 
so that it will go away even more. I love the laser. Hmm. The laser really warms my body. Wow. Okay. Really great. Well, that's good. That's really good to know. We we stopped the laser because we weren't sure it was doing anything, but that's cool to know. Maybe we'll do a laser oh, treatment yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. And I you would. know, you know, it's ironic. And actually, I just I remember what you were just talking about with natural balance. I switched her from wellness after talking to you uh, to natural balance, but she also kind of started having, and we're not sure if it's just no, like from she's a flea sensitivity, but she started having some hair loss. So I thought I would pass that along to you for your natural balance. Um, she started having inter- hair loss. Did you? Did she have hair loss on her belly? Yeah, she's well. She said she's sensitive to fleas, so if any of our yeah. animals have a flea, um, but she, yeah, she had it on her her belly. She had it. She has it kind of above her eyes, which the vet says could maybe be just natural aging. But then she also ha- pulls it out around her butt and her butt face of her tail too. Um, but I wasn't sure if maybe that food was irritating her too. It's you know. But oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I told so many people to switch to them. Because um, it really was a high-quality food. You know, they sold it out from the owner even because the board had more say than the owner, so the owner was really upset about the sell. Um, so yeah, I, I wonder if you ask her, the, her, would she yeah, know yeah, if the food was would, but, Yeah, and if she's licking her belly, I'd almost like um, almost maybe if you're taking her to the vet anyway, just pull get a urine analysis and just check. Well, coming back now, that one I'm pretty 100% sure is fleas, which is weird, but the brush oh, okay. is, is doing. So that's why I'm, like, wondering if that was to the food or not, which is weird, because yeah. me and the vet were totally talking about that. We're like, maybe we need to put her in a hypoallergenic food, you know, instead of the natural balance. Yeah, stuff. maybe. How do you like the food that you're on? What do you think about the food? Sometimes I really get hungry. And I need to eat it for my stomach to fill up. <sighs> a, do you feel any different? On, I think it's hard for her because there's so many changes. She doesn't know what. She's just learning to pay attention to her body. There's so many changes. She doesn't know what's what. <laughs> that's just what the, you know, I think that's what we all think. We just yeah. hungry and we need to eat it to fill up. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, it also can be, I mean, natural balance doesn't have any grain in it, but you feel that way on grains. Like if you have an an allergy to grain, you'll eat and then you'll still want to eat. And sugar does that too. But, you know, she could have other stuff going on. Like she could have be eating to fulfill the, like, to give her a different sensation than pain. So then that's going to, or like the act of digestion eases the pain. So it could be many things with her. So I'm not 100% convinced, but. But, um, and then, like, the other thing about, like, her skin loss and things changing, you're already, like, you gave her adjustments and you're giving the adequate and you're, like, you're doing a bunch of things to her. I wouldn't be surprised if she had, like, a skin issue or, like, she's going through, like, a little healing process detox. That's another thing that could happen. So it could be that she's just detoxing the toxins that she's had in her system this whole time. From yeah. being out of balance or having pain, so it's a tough one with her. Yeah, well, that that's good insight though, and I'm glad to know that she likes the shot and the cold laser. That's at least something to work with for sure. 
And thank yeah, you so much for finding, uh, solving the mystery of what was going on with her. You know, that was that was very helpful. It probably saved her life, so it was great. Oh, good. Oh, that's so glad to hear. And thanks for being such a good mom. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Thanks, Erica. Well, keep us posted. Yeah. Yeah, good mom, Erica. No, I that's love the kind of yeah. That's the kind of uh, parenting pet parenting I like to hear about. I know she, she should win a my, pe- parent award. My friend said to me the other day. She said because I was wondering if I should just like treat Stormy with the antibiotics or if I should like get his urine cultured for like a hundred and eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. And and Tina, Tina says to me. Laura, do whatever will make you feel less guilty. <laughs> <That's like. laughs> oh, it's so true. These pets, so they're true. expensive. <laughs> so expensive. Oh, my gosh. I, I know. I've been doing that whole venison research because I'm trying to do that elimination diet. You know, I talked to you yeah. about before, and I had to do so much research and you know, I got to go back and do the urine analysis and the blood work, and it's a whole thing. It's like putting it me is, out. And it's so, ex- I mean, it's so expensive to, like, do all of that stuff. You leave with, like, a $400 vet bill. Yeah. It's, I can't, I know. It's like, I don't know how, I don't have children, but I can't imagine <laughs> How expensive a human well, you'd being have health insur- You'd have health insurance, you know. So sometimes I think, like, maybe I should have health insurance for my pet. I know. So I don't know about some this. Of them, like, some of them, like, like, some of my animals, like, I've never needed to go to the vet. They're, like, so <laughs> healthy. And then there's others, like Maya, my wolf dog, who was, like, always running into barbed wire. She was, like, always <laughs> something was going on where she had to I go know. to the vet. So it's, it's a tough it's Yeah, a tough it's hard decision. to say. Mhm. Okay, so I just want to put out that I have this new segment called the Fly High Dedication Moment. We started it last week, and I posted on our Pet Psychic Radio page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio, and people have posted all the uh, pets that they have lost, and uh, we would just like to dedicate and take a moment to all these wonderful pets that have uh, changed our lives and shown us love. So we have Popsicle, the parakeet. We have Boo, the cat, who we love. Uh, We have Antar, Gala, their dogs, and Coker, and Freya, hairy cat. (laughs) We have Shotzi and Roxy, Pomeranians, Molly, Nemesis, the smartest pit. We have Slider, the uh, the Dachshund. We have Woofer, uh, a dog, Shepherd Mix, Tigra, the tabby cat, Maggie, the wolf dog. We've got... Bear Becker and Dakota, the Husky, Sassy Frass. We got Bobo, Calvin and Tango, Tia, Mimi, and then we have Zep, Tessa, Nick, Gordon, Banner, all from Amy. And we have Sweet Pea, Bimbo, Nigel. Uh, We have, we're almost there, guys. Uh... I don't have, oh, Vicious, Vicious and Tahoe, Coco and Stella, Ozzy, uh, Meg, Rocky, Tippy, Dusty, Eddie, Mickey, Chin, and Molly, Saxon, Zorba, Scooter, 
and Jiro, Amanda, and Bailey, Pooh Bear, Cinnamon, and Zoe, Tawny, and we have a 12-year-old mini poodle uh, named Q-Tip. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. <laughs> Q-Tip. And we have Buster and a tabby cat uh, named... Oh, no, wait. I don't know if there's a name. My companion, I, I don't know. There's no name for it. Uh, and then we have Sammy, who we spoke with last week from Latasha. So that is our Fly High dedication moment. We love you, miss you. We know you're all around here. And uh, Storm King, are you ready? Storming, are you ready for words of wisdom, bud? What's your words of wisdom today? I want everyone to know that there's an angel watching over you. And what else, honey? And if you ask the angel to help you, the angel will help you. Who's the angel, honey? The angels are your loved ones in heaven. Or people or animals who need a job in heaven. Stormy wrote his column about that other um, today. That's why oh, it's on did? his mind. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to post that. We'll post that on Monday. Oh, yeah. Stormy. Tell us, uh, Dear Stormy. Stormy. Yeah. T- tell, yeah. Uh, so, Storm King, tell us about where you can uh, write to Storm King and get advice. Yeah. So you can write me on Facebook or on my through my website, thepetpsychic.com. And you can write a Dear Stormy and you can ask me for advice on your life or on your pet's life or any um, any questions that you have about the animal world or and pretty much you can ask him anything. Although Stormy does not talk to your own pets. He just it comes from his own wisdom inside. So um oh, it's not a reading. Dear Stormy. It's not a reading. Yeah, a lot of people some people have been gotten confused about that. But it's not a reading but but Stormy has very, very wise advice, and his column is getting very popular. So, um, mm. so check that out, and you can get that on my blog, too. And on the, you can type in Dear Stormy, or you can go to the side column and click on Dear Stormy, and you'll see his previous article. Oh, cool. Maybe we could uh, read one of his articles uh, on the air in the future. Oh, yeah, let's do it. That's cool. So great. Yeah. What do people write about? Uh, All kinds of stuff? Yeah, people wrote about like one the the, the dear Stormy that came to that we, he wrote about today was that a woman um, I found a dog the dog came to her doorstep and then she was wondering if an angel if dogs have angels in heaven that help them find homes or help to find them their new people mm, and so that cool. was one dear Stormy yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, maybe we'll read one down the line um, on the show. But until then, um, I guess we'll we'll have to wait. And you can log on to thepetpsychic.com and read all of Stormy's columns. And you can get more tips on animal communication as well as um, private consultations with Laura. Like us on facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And if you're not following us on Twitter, please do so at The Pet Psychic. See you all next week. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals. She can talk to the animals.